welcome to the dream career freedom podcast listeners thank you for being here today and the audience is watching as well my intention through today's episode is to encourage individuals worldwide to recognize your true potential and believe in yourselves and it's the only podcast that focuses on intentionality hi i'm fatima williams your host and career growth strategist at the dcf academy and i want to tell you today that this podcast aims at helping you understand how you can get through the challenges that you have where we talk to successful career professionals from all over the world who have raised awareness and are ready to pass the baton on our goal is to help career professionals to follow their dream career path and give them tips and strategies on how you can get there so today we have with us daniel gesser and he is from zurich switzerland he is a businessman a loving husband a former drunk for about 30 years and also he had a lot of challenges that he faced to become the person he is today and what drives him he loves helping people he loves seeing people become fantastic human beings and being amazed at what is actually possible and when he saw in his own life what's possible when we dare ask for help and he saw the transformation that happened he wanted to go ahead and do it with other people now his purpose is to see the world as what it is you know the paradise and that life is such a gift i'm super excited to talk to him today on the podcast so i want to thank our guest today daniel gasa for being here on the dream career freedom podcast and i can't wait to hear about his transformational journey can you tell us today uh, a little bit about yourself hi fatima first of all thanks for having me it's nice to be here what do you want to know i mean i'm 51 years old i have a lot of experience and just ask me questions and i will answer them sounds good so our podcast aims at helping people understand how we can use our full potential so intentionality are basically characteristics of an individual that has goals desires and habits and select behaviors that help them you know it's uh, to go towards that goal it's a call it's a conscious call to an awareness state so do you practice intentionality uh, and if yes how do you do it yeah i mean uh it's everything whether we do it consciously or not we do it all the time we have intentions all the time we we produce outcome all the time we have uh if we think negatively uh the outcome will be negative if we think positively the outcome will be positive so um when i discovered that uh it was all new to me and i was like yeah this is all some hippie crap or some esoteric i don't know what and because we 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 are in a world of newton physics still we live in that in the in these laws and this law says that we are separate entities in our environment and basically we can only react to events happening in our environment as though uh, in a quantum physics way of looking at the world it's one space we are one with the universe this is only just one space so everything we do everything we think everything we feel everything we we're not even aware of feeling or thinking will have an impact on our environment and will have an impact on the universe directly so yes. intention is everything 
if you want to achieve something, if you want to learn how to swim and you say, this is not going to work, I'm going to drown. Guess what? The outcome will not be very successful. But if your clear intention is to achieve something and you really want it deeply, not just something on the surface, I want to have a nice car, I want to have a lot of money to show off, this is not going to work. But if your goal is dr driving you, if, if it's emotionally there, chances are, if you do everything for it, that it's going to happen and just to mention there are some theories that say that you just have to set the intention and then everything falls into place yes mm -hmm. we have still to take action we still have to move we still have to do things to make connections to talk to people to create things so the intention alone is not gonna achieve the result but the intention is key yes Yes. And how I do it, I meditate every morning. It's now uh, six, uh, 20 past six in the morning. You ask me if I'm a morning person. I told you, yes, mm -hmm. uh, I stand up at 4 a.m. every morning and I meditate for one hour at least. So just to set myself in the right mood. It's like, uh, you know, the mind always thinks and the emotions are always there. We, we don't have really control over them. Because they're just there. It's like breathing. It's like having a big nose or a small nose. It's just there. It's human being trait. So the thing is not to fight them or to control them, but the thing is to understand them and to set them into the right place. So, and meditation has been proven for thousands and thousands of years to be highly effective for that. This is how I do it. And during the day, if I have a setback or something bad happens, or I always ask instantly, what did I do wrong? I don't blame the world for having me having sent me a bad event. So, but bad event is because of me. It must have something to do with me, with my behavior, with, with my mood, with my emotions, with my thinking, and though with my acting, of course. So I always ask, okay, why this is event is happening? What did I do? What could I do better? And okay. usually the answer comes right away because if you train to do that all the time. You get the answers. Okay, this is ooh, oh wow. That's why this event is coming to me now. Okay, I got it. You got it. So, so yeah, sorry. Derek Canfield always says events plus responses is equal to outcomes. So you know whatever the event is, our response to it creates the outcome. So I think you pretty much explained that with the with the example that you gave just now. Yeah, it's it's not even we provoke the event. It goes even a step further. It's not only how we react to event, but we ask the question, why this event is happening? Yeah. No, what, what I was trying to say is that it's not, it's not only our reaction to the event. This mm -hmm. is also, but we create the event. This goes a step further. So we provoke the event in the first place. Even if we don't believe it, even if something's happening, but somehow, even if it's 20 years ago, or I don't know what, but somehow we have always a part in these events, always, in every event. So what I said is that if we know that, we can ask ourselves, how did I provoke this event? Whether so positive or negative, the, doesn't matter really. So we've set the intention anyways, right? Yes, and by, by doing this regularly, we 
kind of automatically set other events because we know we provoke events. So we are more careful in what we think, in what we feel, in how we are. And yeah. then, of course, if you want to be more positive and you want to have a better life, you focus on that. So you will slowly but surely provoke better events by attracting other people, by uh, focusing on other things. So you see things differently. Instead of, for example, seeing a problem, you see an opportunity. Or instead of seeing uh, a huge challenge, you see, oh, there is something to learn, etc., etc. So by changing that, you change the events that come to you. Great. It's always Does important to have a, absolutely, absolutely, Daniel. It's always very important to have a learner's mindset when it comes to uh, reacting to situations or looking at what we want to take out from that outcome. You know, for me, inspiring people are a celebration to the world every single day. And I believe that there is room for everyone to succeed. And, you know, having started this coaching journey exclusively for the last two years, there's one thing that I learned is everybody has so much of potential in them, but they are always coming in on um, a feeling of lack, as in not looking at their achievements, but looking at uh, what they missed out on and what did they not get in their life, you know, the missed out opportunities or the opportunities they didn't get when they were growing up young. And that's the reason why this podcast aims at passing the baton on. So do you think it's important for uh, experts such as yourself and career experts, professionals who are successful to pass the baton on to people? Do you think it's important? What do you mean by that? Passing on our lessons, our successes, our failures, you know, sharing we learned from our failures so that they can learn from our career journey, from our experiences. Yes, of course. That's how the world works, right? I had a conversation with my father lately mm -hmm. and he was uh, kind of frustrated that um, at certain things, like, for example, IT, he wasn't as good as me. Mm -hmm. So I, I thought about that and I, I said to him, but listen, isn't that the goal of the world that the son is a little bit better than the father? Isn't that how we progress? Isn't that how we evolve? Yeah. So by passing his values on to me and me evolving that and passing it on, the world becomes slowly but surely a better place. Absolutely. If it were the other way around, that the father is always better than the son, the world would be great. So yes, passing the button on is a key aspect of, of, of humanity, of course. I love that. What is that one thing that allowed you to take that leap of faith and do what you finally wanted to do? You know, what was that one thing that allowed you to say, yes, you know, let me do it. Let me go for it. Car accident. A car accident. A car accident. Okay. Yes. Wow. I was drunk. I hit the wall full frontally. And I should have at least been injured, but I just walked away. Wow. That was my key experience to, to say, okay, I have to change something in my life. I have to stop drinking. I have to become the man I'm meant to be. And who am I? And what man I am meant to be in the first place? So, but that was the, the key event. The key event. And you yes, had... I provoked. 
we've had the wake up call. Dr. Joe Dispenza always says, he's written the book Supernatural, that, you know, people always wait for some disease or some event or some tragic event to make a change in their life and that they shouldn't actually do that. And they should start seeing the signs to start making the change. And, uh, you know, this podcast aims to help people to see the signs of, you know, okay, this is high time, you know, I need to wake up. So since you're a person who primarily deals with emotions, then one of the reasons why I love to get you on the podcast is, uh, you know, you've, you said that emotions are our greatest power. And a lot of people neglect and bury their emotions. And you seem to be doing this uh, primarily as a part of your coaching, you know, you focus on that. What are the emotions that you think we should start being aware of so that we know that we are in that phase? All of them. All of them. All of them. Because um, how to choose? What's a good emotion? What's an emotion to focus on? First of all, who's, who decides what's a good emotion and what's not? If, I'm, if I want to be angry yeah. and I don't allow myself to be angry, especially as a man, that's not healthy. And if I'm sad and I don't allow myself to cry, but being sad and cry, it's a good emotion. Being angry and allow myself to be angry for a certain time, it's a good emotion. So every emotion is good or bad. Uh, it's not, it's just there. So every emotion is important and there is always a reason why we're having them. So looking at all your emotions is understanding who you are. And how can we do that? How can one person, like if you were to tell our listeners today uh, to do something, to start being aware of this, what would be that one piece of uh, ad advice or nugget that you would like to give them? So um, a, a good thing to start with is to limit poisonous substances at the absolute minimum, uh, mainly alcohol, because that's widely spread. Mm -hmm. These are these substances are... are uh, um, a filter yeah. they filter away emotions that's why a lot of people take them and I'd say don't be afraid of them your emotions are not going to kill you yeah. on the contrary they're, they're, they're going to make you bigger and they're helping you to grow so try um, let's take anger for, for an example um, if you're not I mean, try to be angry. Go away from your family or go into the woods somewhere where you can't do any harm. Because, again, men, when we are angry, we can do quite some harm. We are quite powerful beings in that matter. So go for a walk and cry out loud or, or hit a tree for crying out loud, if, if that helps. But try to, at least for a little moment, to be with that emotion. Um, and then you can still go back to your usual state and bury them away. But try at least to take it for a little moment and watch it. And, uh, okay, that's enough for today. And the next day you take it a little bit longer, etc., etc. But try to to think about emotions as nothing harmful. Of course, they sometimes hurt, but these are just emotions. They will go away again. They. They're not going to kill you. Yeah. So try to become familiar. 
And as I said in the beginning, meditation is a great way to, to become familiar with these emotions because um, a lot of people think that meditation is to not think and not feel and uh, to close away the mind and close away the feeling. This is not what meditation is at all. Meditation is to, to stay focused on breathing, for example. This is a very common meditation. And whenever the mind wanders away, just to get it back. It's like, okay, come back. We're breathing now. And whenever an emotion comes, say, okay, acknowledge it. It's there. It's okay. I'm meditating now. This is what meditation is. It's not to close down everything. No, not at all. And being aware. Being aware. And being with you, that's what meditation is. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much, Daniel. I love the way you put it. Can you tell us what are the habits, you know, that helped you stay focused on this transformation journey you went, you know, from this car wreck that you were in to the person you are today? What are the top, if you were to list three top habits, now you've told us meditation, so that's one. So what is two more that you would tell us were the top habits that help you stay focused? So I'm not a big fan of habits because habits are something you have to either force yourself to do it or you have to take something which is not for you. I'm more a fan of intrinsic motivation. Mm -hmm. Find your purpose. Find what you're good at. Find what you love to do. And you don't need any habits anymore. You do it. So how did you do that though? Like how did you start using intrinsic motivation to get there? Um, I hired someone to find out what my purpose is. As easy as that. I spent some money and I hired an expert who helped mm -hmm. me to find my higher purpose. And what is your <laughs> higher purpose? <laughs> uh, let's see. It's because, to help people. Okay. Because when I was looking at your podcast show notes, you mentioned that uh, you were looking at helping people be become the powerful beings that they want to be, you know, that they have to be rather than just being robotic and working and being stuck in that constant loop, if I'm not wrong, right? Would you like to share a little bit more about that? As to okay, what um, so if I wrote it down, then I have to share it, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, we are, we are uh, energetically speaking and also physically speaking and spiritually speaking, we are extremely powerful beings. Yes. Um, we have uh, our... Uh, frontal lobe is makes 40% of our brain. This is, I think, the dolphins have a little bit more, but other than they, them, that's the biggest you can get on this planet. Um, to compare, I saw your little cat by there, they have like 3% yes. of frontal lobe, and dogs have like 7% or something like that. So yes. that's power. That's pure power. And we can create things, we can destroy things, we can create new worlds out of thin air. We can, every invention you see in humanity was a thought. I repeat that, every invention we have now, every car, every computer, everything was initially a thought. Yes. So that's pure power, right? Yes. And I go even further, we are, we're not this body we're in. We have this body. We're higher beings, higher consciousness, being on a journey in this vessel that we call body. Yes. And with this body come thoughts and emotions, of course, and uh, other things. But it's important to acknowledge that 
we are not just uh, meant to go to work for nine to five, pay our bills, pay our taxes, uh, then retire, live some years and die. That's not it. That's not human being. Human being is to be a powerful, divine, creative being. And I think it's in the Bible where it's written, we're at the image of God. That doesn't mean that we're all with a white beard and whatever image you have of God, but that means that we are divine. That means we have God-like capabilities. Yes. That means we can create or destroy whatever we want. We are able to destroy our own planet. No other being has that capability, right? And yes. at the same time, because I'm a positive man and I want to be the message to be positive, we can create a better planet. And if that's not really, truly powerful, I don't know what is. And I think we have to wake up and we have to stop believing some people telling us that we are weak, that we have to go to see a doctor every week, other day, otherwise we're going to die young, that we have to take medicine all the time, that we have to work our asses off, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This is all to keep us small. But we are big. We are huge. We can do whatever we want. And we are meant to be that way. This is not something new uh, like human being 2.0 or something like that. This is this is it. This is meant to be like that. I mean, look at our look at our fantastic body. No other being on the planet has that kind of body. If you look at the bird, the bird has a wing specifically designed to fly. Right? Yes. This one, this hand is unspecific, totally. It's not some specific tool to do something, but to do anything. Anything. And everything. So that's the message. And that's what I preach all the time. People, you're not small, you're huge. And my way to achieve that with people is to go through their emotions because. If you see that you're the master of your emotions, the CEO, then you become truly powerful. Because then you're not you're not the slave of your moods anymore. You don't need any alcohol to enlighten your mood or whatever. You're just it. That's human being. That's it. So master your emotions. That's an important yes. message that you've shared today. Can you tell us, since you've been coaching uh, for the last couple of years, what do you think is the common internal factor that stops people from doing what they love like going on a career they love or taking that uh, challenge that they've always wanted to do what is that internal factor that holds people back fear fear but it's not a real fear it's an inflicted fear by society oh don't take any risk just do your job and be happy but what if you're not happy with your job so it's a, it's a designed fear because there is only one real fear in life. It's the fear of death. Yes. You can break down every fear. It will finally, eventually come to the fear of death. So to fail, if you try to start a business or to fail, if you try to start a job that you never done, that's not going to kill you. You just fail. So what? It's feedback. Take it. Move on. Don't be afraid. You yeah. not have to be afraid. You're the king of the planet. 
it's our planet it's our natural environment we're here that's our world so enjoy it do whatever you want do whatever you want to be it's you you're god it's it that's it bam don't be afraid there's no reason to be afraid you're gonna die anyway period whether tomorrow today after tomorrow it doesn't matter so if you're gonna die anyway what is there to fear what is there to fear do it just uh, do it and fail and fail again and fail again i failed i don't know how many times <laughs> susan jeffers says feel the fear and do it anyway i'm reminded of that quote right now so thank you daniel so i'd like to ask you what are your three most important values that you demonstrate on a daily basis integrity mm -hmm. kindness kindness and uh courage courage lovely in your career you must have had a lot of uh, pivoting moments right where you had to finally let's say i know that you started coaching i believe this was um in 2020 right yeah yeah so prior to this you were into it yes also but i was a craftsman too i was a, a driver uh i'm still a businessman uh but that's some business you don't you yeah, don't I spread guess. out uh, online you just do it um yeah so i did a lot of things yeah you did a lot of things so whenever you wanted to move in to try something new what was the most motivating thing that what helped you like was it books or was it people or was it your own belief in yourself whenever you embarked on any one of these journeys what was that one thing that pushed you forward fear 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 whenever okay. fear comes you know this is important if you're not afraid it's not important but if you're shit in your pants then you're going to have a closer look at it and see why wow maybe i should go there so yeah. fear is can be highly motivated fear can be highly at first after that you have to lose it but to initiate the spark fear is a good thing very powerful lovely so you have to be careful of the fear as well you need to finally overcome it by taking action so when you take action and go towards that particular goal or that uh, whatever it is that you wanted to do then you are overcoming that fear yes but because by by hiding from your fears or by by not acknowledging it it's not going to go away and fear is always a sign that there's something important. As a grown-up, if you go to the bathroom, there's nothing to fear, right? You just do it. But if you never did it, it might frighten you a little bit to go to the big pot, you know, if you're a small kind, small kid. So everything is overcoming fear. If you start walking, you might be afraid that you fall down and that you hurt yourself, but you still start walking. And it's a sign. Fear is a sign that there's something important. Even if it's an imaginary fear, which most of fears are. Um, you know, if you start a business and you fail, so what? Then you fail. You start over. It's not going to kill you. So fear is a good thing to say, okay, this might be important. Let's have a look at it. Yeah. So that gives you like an indicator of like a checklist more of. Yeah. Like, okay, this yeah. is something you need to watch out.
Yeah. Is there a name of uh, a person that who has inspired you in your life? Is there like a, a person or a book that you'd like to talk about today? Oh, always this question about the book. Um, <laughs> many books, many, many books, many, many people. But well, I think... A powerful book or person that really pushed you to become the person you are today. No, not particularly. Many, 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 many. So it is a culmination of many books. Yes. So if you could tell our readers and listeners today uh, to read three books that you think are the most important, what would they be? One, your One own book. book. Read your own story. <laughs> read your own no, story. No, serious. There is no book for everybody. The book that might help me will tell you nothing, right? There's That's why there are so many books because it's it's not, my book is not for, for you, but... The most important book is your story. So read your own book. Great. So for professionals out there, you know, uh, men and women, all of the individuals who are listening, who feel currently stuck in their career and are not able to get the right job, uh, not able to move from where they are, what is that one piece of advice that you'd like to give to them? Um, take a vacation and think about it. You're not going to find an alternative by just keep doing what you do. So take a break. Um, try to meditate or try to... There are some, some questions to ask yourself what you would do if. And try to ask these kind of questions. For example, one question is, if you had all the money in the world and all the time in the world, what would you do with your life? And that's the answer. That is what you want to do. So people usually answer first, I want to travel. Okay, so you traveled all the world. What then? So keep asking these kind of questions. Okay, then I traveled all the world. What would I do then? Mm. And when you find something that puts a little smile on your face, that's it. That's, it. that's <laughs> your next adventure. Lovely, lovely. And, I then, love and then fear it and do it. <laughs> <laughs> so... What is three action points that you would give them? Like, say, you said meditation, uh, you said do this checklist, so that's two. Um, a third one that they could use to get there? Hire a coach. Hire a coach. <laughs> the main job of a coach is to mirror yourself. We are inside our being. We are in our lives, right? We don't see everything. Yeah. But a coach from the outside can see other things in you. I have a coach too. I have a mentor. Whenever I'm stuck, I'm calling and say, hey, I need a call. Hire a coach. Hire a coach. And that I think this helps you in your continuous learning journey that you're on. Yes, of course. Fantastic. So, you know, I absolutely love what you're doing, actually, because you've uh, particularly narrowed in on empowering men. Yes. Uh, so is there, uh, you know, without mentioning any names, is there a story that you can share of somebody who transformed and, you know, empowered themselves through your coaching? Just a short story. Well, I, I don't transform anybody. They transform themselves. They transform themselves. Yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not a magician or a wizard or something. I, I'm just inspiring people. So um, there was this guy, uh, he didn't allow himself to be angry. And uh, after my coaching, he he got angry and 
the result of it was that he has now a new partnership and he has a new career and he's happy because he, he got so angry that he got divorced, which was in his case a good thing because he was unhappy in that relationship and the relationship made him angry. But he didn't allow to be angry. So how to solve that if you're not allowing the emotion to come out? So he, I checked him out if if he's the kind of guy who beats his his partner up if he gets angry. And when I checked that, no, okay, that's no danger. I advised him to become angry. If you're feeling like getting angry, then become angry. I don't say go and beat up everything. No. If you're someone like that, go to the forest or come to me or go go to another specialist. Where you can be angry in a protected area, but that guy, it was safe. So yeah. So you see, by by allowing himself to live through one emotion, changed his whole life. Yeah. So he was unhappy, and he finally took control of his life through your yes. coaching and training. That's that's great. A lot of us we hide in a lot of emotions, you know, suppress, suppress, suppress it, and then there's these layers of emotions uh, that are there, and finally. Sometimes when you want to experience that emotion, you are like, okay, I don't know which emotion I should be experiencing now. So I think this uh, reminder that you've given us is to embrace the emotion, you know, take a walk, go to the nature, uh, spend some time in the mountains, uh, go for a, you know, sit down and do meditation and try to allow these emotions to flow through you so that you can finally realize what it is that is stopping you, you know, what is that internal blockage that you're having? And to understand that, I think releasing emotions is a, a good starting point. <laughs> yeah. And you don't have to look for a specific emotions. Just take any that comes up. There's always, there's always one emotion there. We're full of emotions all the time. Mm -hmm. Right now you feel something. I feel something. Just take that. It doesn't have to be a big fancy emotion just any emotion yeah lovely i love that it's it's such a perfect uh, way to kind of wrap up this conversation because when we a lot of us uh, many people that is even our listeners today would agree are afraid to face emotions because emotions make they say or it's been said that emotions make you make you vulnerable some emotions make you vulnerable but and they only focus on the emotions that make them feel happy, make them feel good, and suppress the emotions uh, that have to be actually dealt with, you know. So this was a good wake up call to um, start start noticing our our emotions. I hope so. Great. So before we wrap up today, Daniel, tell us uh, one thing that you would like us to. Um, Apart from being aware of our emotions, what else would you like to tell our listeners today? Um, I think I, I, I said what I had to say. Remind yourself that you're a powerful being, that you don't need to be afraid of anything. This is your home. This is your natural environment. You're the king of the planet. So be the king or the queen. I love that. Be the king or the queen of your planet. Lovely. I love that. It's such a perfect way to wrap up this conversation, Daniel. I thank you so much uh, for being here today. And if our listeners need to get in touch with you, I'm going to go ahead and share uh, a link to your website and your LinkedIn profile in the podcast show notes so that they can reach out to you if 
they are looking to deal with their emotions with an emotions coach, you know, someone who is particularly working in that particular area. So thank you once again, Daniel, for being here with me today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. This is such a powerful way to wrap up this conversation, Daniel. Thank you so much for being here today on the Dream Career Freedom Podcast. Listeners, thank you so much for being here today. So be aware of your emotions and live your life intentionally. Thank you for listening. Tell us, what is that one small step that you can take to start understanding your emotions and using them to your advantage so that you can start planning a career you love? Comment on the podcast show notes and let me know. And for our listeners who want to be connecting with Daniel, I will be sharing links on how you can connect with him to learn more about him. This is your host, Fatima, from the Dream Career Freedom Podcast. I trust you found this podcast useful and I believe we've been able to inspire you with this conversation in a very simple way so that you can get ahead in your career and finally do what you're meant to do. Now, if you're about to go into an interview, change your current job or plan a new career path, you can visit our website www.fatimawilliams.me and register for our upcoming webinar and also join our VIP community where we share inspirational stories and posts. I'll catch you in the next episode. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Amazon or Spotify. Have a wonderful day.